0: Welcome to the Lucius Lyron podcast, where we dive deep into the mysteries of the universe and our place in it. I am your host, Lucius Lyron. Today is what I like to call story day. (laughs) I will be speaking on my personal experience with the Anunnaki. So Let's dive deep into this experience. So my experience with the Anunnaki is quite a unique one, I feel. Because this whole experience actually is a major part of my spiritual awakening. Not only with my awakening of understanding about the power of the mother goddess and the creator, or I should say the creatrix of all. Mm -hmm. But within that knowledge and within her womb are these beings that are of divine nature. Now, I have seen, (laughs) I have seen so much garbage on the Anunnaki by people who claim to know what they're talking about or, I don't know, based on things that they may have researched. But, you know, if that's what they feel the Anunnaki are, then They have every right to that opinion. But I haven't found anyone that has genuinely talked about their own personal experience with these beings. That's the interesting part. And this is what's going to make. What I talk about very different and separate from everyone else, because everyone else is going off of. Documentation. Which is awesome because, you know, we're dealing with things that are written down in stone on tablets that I feel is very important because I don't believe that the ancient world would spend so much time on documenting this information if it was just mythos. Okay. The one thing that we have to understand. And understand is that the Bible is nothing but extraterrestrial doctrine, is what it is. And instead of saying who these beings are, we have allowed man to call these beings angels, to call them something else that was never the original name of a particular group of beings that came down from different star systems. The Bible is about humans' interaction with star people and the star people that have came down and that do have God-like powers, we have to understand that the source is way more intelligent and way more powerful than this human brain that we have, okay? So let's get that clear. And if the source wants to create God-like beings, both male and female, then that is what it is. Whether your human brain likes it, whether your human brain wants to comprehend that, that is just what it is. And it's amazing how you guys, and what I mean by you guys, I'm talking to those who remain ignorant in, you know, certain comments that i see com- commented on certain posts including mine saying that this is false information saying that this must be something demonic and i never really understood people who are very christianized or sh- or you know really people who are christianized or really colonized and they don't even realize because all religion is colonized religion, okay? So you are trying to argue from a colonized perspective where most indigenous people have spoke about interactions with star people, whether it be the Hopi, whether it be the Dogon, there have been many tribes all around the world, indigenous tribes that have spoken on this type of information. Okay, so let's make that very, very clear. (laughs) Now, I will get into how I came about the Anunnaki and how they actually came to me, meaning that there's people that have spirit guides, and then there's people that have extraterrestrial guides. Okay. Both can do the same, but there are some of us that are also in tune with these divine beings. Okay. Now that doesn't mean that I'm extra special or anyone else who may be in tune is extra special has nothing to do with that. OK, because that's one thing I don't like. I don't like when people boast about them being special and, oh, I, I'm a, I'm more of a star seed. No, let me let me make one thing clear. If you were in a human body, you are a star seed, period. Why? Because you were seated here. There's a major part of you that does not originate from here. It doesn't matter what was here. Before us, because truly at this point, we don't have no connection with that at this point. Modern day humans. No. Now, maybe the humans that were around originally. May have been more closer to that particular ancestor, but that ancestor is truly no more. And modern day human is is, it's what's here and what's been inhabiting this planet for a very long time. Now, back in 2012, I had an, an, an experience with the Anunnaki. And it was very interesting because the one thing about the, the Anunnaki is they're, they're, very, um, they're very strong in telepathy. Okay, and you may hear people that talk about when they've had interactions with star people that um, that it's like a very strong telepathic communication that ends up happening. And the other thing I realized during my experience is that the Undernaki has been around me since I've actually been a kid. And this whole time, I was thinking one thing, and then once I had gotten older, I finally realized, like, oh, wow, this had been something that has gone on for a while. So, back in 2012, I had an experience. Well, you know what? I'll be honest with you. (laughs) Now that I'm speaking, I want to take it back to actually 2008 because this is when I had an experience with a being that is known as Inky. Not a name. That's just his title, Inky. But his name would be Gia. And during this whole experience, I was told some things. Some things have happened. Um, It was a very prophetic experience because it gave me confirmation when I had this experience that it was real and the things that were told to me actually happened the way that it was said to me. And then 2012 happens, and that's when all the downloads and all the planetary alignments that were happening just made it even stronger with me connecting more with the Anunnaki. And so between 08 and 2010, I studied a lot on the Bible and going back to the, you know, original tongue that it was spoken in, meaning Aramaic and Greek, But particularly for the Old Testament, because most of the Anunnaki you hear about in the Old Testament, and you do hear about one particular Anunnaki in the New Testament, but we'll get into that a little later. (laughs) I think that kind of deserves its own episode, so... So when you look into the Old Testament, you see this word that kind of sounds like the Anunnaki, but I think they call them the Anah or the Anu. And it's in, I want to say it's either in like, I feel like it's in Deuteronomy maybe something in like Leviticus, but basically you find out that, you know, the, um, the people that left with uh, Moshe, that they, uh, they went to a particular land and, and encounter uh, some people that were like giants, basically. Um, and, and they, you know, spoke about that. So, this is definitely during a time where these beings were still walking around on earth. Okay. So I don't know what, how tall humans were at that particular time, but in the Bible, they make it seem like these beings had to been, you know, maybe seven, eight feet tall, you know, just like how we see, you know, NBA players, you know what I mean? (laughs) You know, uh, I don't know if the standard height was like, 5 foot and something who knows we don't we don't know we don't have that information so we can only speculate heights you know what i mean there's no there's no clear cut information on exactly how tall they were or how tall humans were at that time but they were a little bit taller than whatever the average height was for humanity uh during this time period So when I once I realized that the majority of the Old Testament was based on Sumerian tablets, and I, you know, looked into it and everything, and I got to a point where I started to realize that these were beings that came down and, and intermingle with humans. Um, these are who the Bible want to call, you know, the Nephilim. Uh, this is, you know, when uh, it talked about how, you know, Abraham, you know, cause I always wonder like, like when, in, when the Bible mentioned, you know, Abraham met like these two angels and apparently God and they were flesh and bone, they were eating and drinking with Abraham. And that part always bugged me. Cause I'm like, how is this a spiritual experience? Like we, we have a spiritual experience and when have you ever had a spiritual experience when a spirit is actually physically there eating and drinking and laughing with you? You, you don't, you don't hear nobody talk about that. Now you may have spirits that may can influence objects and stuff. And, you know, kind of, you know, manipulate reality a little bit. But the way the Bible explains how this quote unquote supposed spiritual experience is supposed to be happening for Abraham. Now, nah, this seems too much like a physical eye to eye relationship going on with who these characters are engaging with within this b- biblical story. So once I started to learn about that, then I started to be guided and go on this whole path of learning about crop circles and learning about symbols. And a lot of symbols that we have today originate elsewhere. And a lot of them are very ET symbols, which is why hieroglyphic is not a human language at all. It's extraterrestrial. I know a lot of people are like, oh my goodness, extraterrestrial, oh my God, there's no possible way. Uh, I, I think so. I think so. <laughs> okay. Hieroglyphics, is, It it says that hieroglyphics is the language of the gods. Okay not god the gods and as a matter of fact even in the bible before they wanted to change gods into god singular this is this is what we were taught humans our ancestors was taught this this, this is what we truly experience so it's interesting how once again religious mindset because we want to reduce Gods into God singular, but yet even in the Bible, God singular talks about other gods. Now, why in the hell will would a omnipresent whatever be talking about or be concerned or worried about other gods? That makes no freaking sense. And not only that, though, it's like, well, then if you're supposed to be the creator of all, then what is the issue? Like, like it never made no sense. It just felt like the God of the Bible just hated all of anything he created, whether it be the gods, the angels, the humans, he hated everything. It's like, why the why the fuck did you create? You know, it's like, what is your problem? You're a psychopath. <laughs> That's how you know this is man-made. It, it, you know, they they, they humanize God so much in the Bible. It it just strips away any kind of divinity, any kind of divine source. It just makes no sense. So one of the main things that I want to dive into and really get into is that and to be very, very clear that the Anunnaki is not a race it is a title <laughs> it is a title instead of writing down and being like oh well we are this and that and and we come from this star system blah. instead of doing all that it was so simpler to just say anunnaki meaning those that came from the stars those that came from heaven, however you want to translate it. That's what it means. People that came from the stars and now is down here on earth. Okay, simple. So once again, getting back to the study of symbols, I've noticed something very significant about certain symbols that have been left in different ancient times, and it's either the Seven Pleiades, or it is Sirius. Now, if you want to know who the Anunnaki are, I just told you the two symbols, the two main symbols that always shows up everywhere, is the Seven Pleiades. And Sirius. So this is a story about the Syrians and the Pleiadians. That's who the Anunnaki are, along with some people from Orion, along with some people from Andromeda, along with some people from Arcturus. Okay, and it's interesting because even the Bible in the Book of Job even has a scripture about the. Pleiades, Arcturus, and Orion. (laughs) Like I told you, every ancient text has certain symbols of where these beings come from. Where they come from. But I'm also going to tell you something that you may not catch written down. I'm going to share with you something that I have seen clairvoyantly as if it was a soul memory or something that I actually have seen myself. Now, I've had people that ask me about Lyran. Why do you choose Lyran? Why do you choose Lyra? Oh, I'm going to tell you. I'm going to tell you exactly why. (laughs) Okay. But before I make that point, I'm also going to make this other point that if our genetic makeup came from the Anunnaki, Pleiadians, Syrians, then that means that we look like them. This is why it's hard to tell when you come across these particular beings. You don't know if they're human. You don't know what they are because we look so much like them. It's hard to tell. Now, some people can tell because there's different features that may be a little bit slightly different from us, but this is how when the you know, these beans came down and mated with human human uh, women. Well, of course, because half a uh, part of our genetic makeup is theirs. So of course, it's easy to, you know, mate with human women. And not to mention, women have more alien DNA. Then men do anyway, be, because we've all been created from the female lineage. The female lineage is the strongest lineage, which is why we have Genesis, which is also known as the genes of Isis, the genes of Osset. Osset is also Anunnaki, too. Okay, she's a star goddess, a real one, physically. The one who created with her own womb, humans. So Isis is definitely the virgin birth because on a scientific level, because they are scientists. She was the one that took the egg, placed it in her womb, and popped Adapa or Adamu, or what the Bible wants to call Adam. So, yeah, doesn't sound like man came first in regards to how the Bible wanted to speak on it. Okay. Because the word rib really translates to DNA, you know, or something that is like akin to something, you know, just like how, you know, we have cousins and and kids and stuff like that. So more along that kind of a text. All right. So going back to Lyra. Now, I know in, in, there is a part in, like, Revelations, and I can't remember elsewhere in the Bible, um, but it talks about this war that happened in heaven. Now, the war that happened in heaven is a, you know, a otherworldly type of war. Between two different groups, really two different, let's say, royal families. And these divine royal groups one was in Lyra, the other one was in a star system known as Vega, okay? Now, what's interesting that what's close to Vega is Draco, the dragon. Now, in the Bible, it talks about the dragon and this whole war in heaven with the dragon. Well, from something that I was experiencing and seeing was that this whole disagreement with the Lyrians. And the Vegas broke out to where, you know, a whole bunch of stuff like planets, all kind of stuff got jacked up. Okay, And so they had to migrate from the Lyra star system into other star systems. Some Lyrans. Went to the Pleiades, who are now known as the Pleiadians, and then some of the Vegas went to Sirius and also went to the Orions as well. Okay. So makes a lot of sense why the Vega symbols would be more representation of dragons being close to Draco in the sky and Lyra being associated with the energy of the Lyran, or I mean the, the lion, <laughs> the energy of the lion. Hence why, you know, with the Sphinx, which is also in association with the constellation of Leo, but that's a whole other topic. So you have these star groups that spread out, went to the Pleiades, some went. And, and here's the thing. Now you have some of the Vegas that also went to the Pleiades. So th- there's a mix. There's people that were in Lyra that that are in the Sirius star system. OK, all over the place. And then you got the ones from Andromeda. Got the ones from Arcturus, like we have so many different beings that have migrated to different areas to where that is so much information to write down on tablets that it's just like, uh, we'll just call ourselves the Anunnaki. (laughs) We'll just make sure we just come as a group known as the Anunnaki. OK, because let me tell you something. If us humans were to show up to another planet. We would come in as what? Earthlings. Right. We wouldn't come in as, oh, uh, I'm from Germany. Oh, um, I'm from the United States. Uh, no, nobody ain't going to want to hear all that. shit. That's just that's too much to talk about. So as a group of humans that come from different parts of the world, we are earthlings. But the race is human. Do you follow what I'm saying? Because I hear a lot of people, a lot of these fake ass gurus, okay? It's time for y'all to get some smoke in 2024, and I'm going to give you some smoke. I ain't going to say no names, but you already know who you are. And there's one lady in particular that be claiming that she be channeling the Palladians and then want to talk so much ish about the Anunnaki when the Anunnaki are also the Palladians. Not no separate group, not no race of people. Anunnaki is not a race of people, period. It is a collective group of different star people. And for a person who's supposed to be a medium channeling, how the hell you didn't come across that is what I want to know. And you know who you are, and some of you know who I'm talking about. So, Y'all need to start questioning these people that be proclaiming stuff, and act like they know know something, okay? Because ve- their 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 ego is very loud, <laughs> very loud. But yeah, start asking more questions. Because anytime a guru don't want to answer any questions, that's a red flag for me. Because you're supposed to be an expert in your field, therefore, if you don't know the answer, just say you don't know. Don't sit up here and make up some stuff that you didn't heard some other guru, some other idiot saying, and then you know here it is. We got all this misinformation out here, all this fear stuff, saying that all I don't know they're all reptilians and all this stuff. Man, miss me with all that goofy ass shit. All of y'all can miss me with all that. David Ike. all y'all can miss me. <laughs> y'all are funny, man. All y'all Gaia Network. Y'all, y'all some silly-ass humans to me. Okay? But best believe, all y'all will be exposed. You will. <laughs> okay? You definitely will. So you can keep it up all you want, but there will come a day. You're going to get exposed. Because number one, we shouldn't be creating no fear around this subject. Why? Because ain't nothing new about it. Ain't nothing new about it. But I can always tell who's trying to make sure they pockets is full, though. You know, because. You know, keeping up the fear is what's making y'all the money. And yet these people claim that they have some divine wisdom. Let me tell you something. Divine wisdom doesn't come in fear. Uh Uh-oh. Bet y'all didn't know that one, huh? Anyone that is presenting some fear-based type information ain't no divinity behind it. You shouldn't be afraid of nothing. Y'all humans is like little kids, afraid of the dark. Y'all are. Y'all are adults that are still afraid of the dark. Seriously. Seriously. Mean when I mean by the dark, I mean your ignorance. What I mean by the dark is the unknown. There's a lot of things that are very, very unknown to these people. But whatever is trendy, then that's the way to go. That's the route that these people take. Whatever trends. Whatever's hot at the moment. Nah, you ain't got no message. Because the message should be a peace. The message should be of rethinking and looking at life in a different perspective. Versus being like, oh, we gotta stand against this, and you know, all, all all this all this negative talk towards star people. And who cares if they're reptilian? Why does that scare you? Because of what some humans then cooked up once again got you in fear-based information, just like the church. Except these people ain't the church. They supposed to be conscious. Oh, we're we're conscious. We're we're new age. Y'all silly. Y'all some silly ass humans. Why? Because y'all can't keep it a buck, man. You don't. You really don't. So, I, I just wanted to clarify. And yeah, of course, there's a whole lot of stuff I can get deep into, but guess what? Not going to. It's too much information. This right here alone is enough information to have you be thinking for a couple of weeks. I and mean, then you're probably going to be trying to search for these symbols that I'm talking about, but they'll show up to you. They will. Okay. They definitely will. Because one thing about me is when I share information, I also try to bring up receipts as well. Okay. You know, that, that's the thing about with myself is I bring up the receipts, AKA some facts, but then also I share my personal experience that, yeah, that whole thing I, I spoke about with the war on heaven, you're not going to find that nowhere. You know, maybe it might be in the Vatican archives. <laughs> you, you probably, you might find some of that in there. <laughs> But, you know, you're not going to find that anywhere else. But when you start to read and then you remember, you come back and listen to what I said about that, then you're going to see a whole movie play out in your mind's eye and you're going to be like, oh, okay, I think I see this now. (laughs) you guys got to understand man (laughs) The, the Anunnaki has been many different names throughout history in all different cultures all being called different names but it's all the same group it's all the same beings these beings live way longer than we do Now, the thing about our DNA, because we have part of their DNA, we have God-like DNA, but that DNA is dormant right now. Now, I know that scientists came up with a different word for it because they don't call it junk DNA anymore, but it definitely is dormant DNA that we have. I speak a little bit about it in my book, my book called The Book of Remembrance. And in the beginning part of that, in the introduction, I speak about so-called junk DNA and then give you different scientists that have spoken about, you know, junk DNA. But I'm sure there's probably even more to it now because, like I said, I had recently saw that it's called something else and, I can't think of the name right now. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if I can maybe try to pull it up real quick, but, but yeah, it's called, it's called something else. I want to say something about like something coding, maybe I'm not sure something coding possibly. Um, But yeah. So guys, you are a star seed. You were seated here by the Pleiadians and by the Syrians and by some of the Council of Orion. You guys are seated here. Most of our DNA is Pleiadian. And I I think that's probably one of the reasons why most people in the, so-called conscious community, like talking to the Pleiadians. Because, you know, we look like them. So that's comfortable. But then something that doesn't really look like us, then we want to demonize and get all scared and shit. Come on, man. Then you wonder why there's not too much interaction with interdimensional beings, with beings from other star systems for what? Y'all scared. Hell, some of y'all are even scared of other humans just based on skin tone. Okay? So why why would anything that is... Oh, and let's also keep this in mind. Not all Pleiadians are blonde hair and blue eyes, neither. That, that, y- y- y'all, y- you guys wanting to make everything divine, blonde hair and blue eyes, is f- really freaking crazy to me. Look like it's the most wildest shit that I have ever seen. That y'all think that anything that's coming from divine nature has to be blonde hair and blue eyes. Wrong again. The Pleiadians are many different skin tones, just like humans. So don't get caught up in wanting to see something because of certain people that want to imprint that bullshit ass image into your mind thinking you like, Oh, but well, this is anything divine. This, this is what it looks like. No, that doesn't make any sense. You are absolutely wrong about that. And the universe will be checking you on that too, by the way, because if you haven't been checked on it now, you will be checked very soon. Like I said, this is the year of the dragon. Therefore it's the year of the smoke. Y'all going to be getting some smoke all year long. <laughs> whether it be from me or whether it be from whoever else is, is, you know, brave enough to, to, to speak against y'all, man. Cause y'all ain't scary to me. I'm not worried about none of y'all because y'all are fake and I'll call you out in a heartbeat. No problem. Mm. That's why I said, I'm trying not to mention not too many names, but Best believe, you better hope you don't cross my path. That's all I know. You better hope you don't. You better hope the universe keep you 10 feet away from me. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want no smoke, man. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So, yeah, I wanted to briefly share my experience with the Anunnaki because I've actually had legitimate experience, not just from research and reading, but actually experiencing them telepathically. Okay. And there's a lot of people on the planet. I'm not going to say like a lot of people, but those that do talk to these beings, y'all know what I'm talking about. I don't got to explain nothing to y'all. Y'all know what I'm talking about. So, don't let any of these people fool you thinking that you ain't no star seed because certain souls that are in human bodies don't originate from here. That doesn't mean that they're star seed. Okay, that does not mean that. Why? Because this physical body is starseed, period. Now, if a soul doesn't originate from the Earth, okay? Because keep in mind, there's souls that originate in different parts of the galaxy. Not everybody all soul originates from here or from even Earth, which. The Emerald Tablets talks about that. But once again, that's going to be a whole, that's, that's a whole nother episode. <laughs> I can get into about what the Emerald Tablets say about the soul and the reincarnation cycle of the soul here on Earth, because there's people that originate from this particular planet that used to be Tiamat. Now we want to call it Earth. When Earth just means land, don't mean nothing, just means land. That's it. You you know how many planets have land in the universe? So there's there's thousands of Earths. If we want to get technical when it comes to the words, but when it comes to where you where you are at, you're on Tiamat. You're on a piece of what used to be a bigger planet that used to sit where the astral belt is. But I can go into that later okay <laughs> I can go into that later but you know I just one thing about me I'd I, I be dropping just little little nuggets okay little little nuggets I know some of you like man just explain more go into it no can't do it why because it will be a two hour three hour long podcast and I'm not gonna do that to y'all <laughs> it has to be breaking up not to mention guys you know b- because there's some people too that are either new to this information or you know starting to awaken to knowing the things that i'm sharing with you guys and you know we we have to we have to understand that we have to accept knowledge in increments because let me tell you something when when i had first began my journey of being aware and being awakened, I was like, I, I, I couldn't sleep. I was just hungry for not just give me all the things. Well, let me tell you something. I'm glad that I did not give me all the things <laughs> because it was, it was a lot. It was a lot coming in a lot of shifting, even though, you know, they had me shifting fairly quickly how it happened. I don't even know but i was shifting <laughs> very fast and you know i believe in divine timing and everything happens in divine timing and that, that's something that we need to accept more of so so yeah i i hope that for some people that have listened to a lot of these gurus talking about the Anunnaki and, you know, if if none of them ain't saying, uh, like I said, if if you're studying this material, then you're just going to know. That's what, that's all I can tell you. If you study this material, you're just going to know, you know, and and that's the beauty about this age that we are in is we're in in the age of the knowing, the age of knowledge, wisdom, Okay. And when you read stuff, you obtain knowledge. That's why they say knowledge is power, especially when you're reading the right kind of knowledge. It's powerful. It should empower you. It should empower you. Because modern day humans are not slave or a slave race to the Anunnaki. Okay, that's fiction. That's not nonfiction, that's fiction. Okay, because once again, those humans that were created back then that didn't have no souls, these were soulless bodies. So basically, almost like an organic robot in a sense. Those bodies, those humans, not like us because they were built to do the work that they was doing back then has nothing to do with modern day man. So once again, these people out here, they want to say we're slaves. We're not slaves to them because guess what? If that was the case, man, this whole planet would be enslaved right now. So that's not the case guys, obviously like just, just think about stuff for a minute. The only people that are enslaving humans are humans. Not the Abenaki. Humans. Once again, humans doing what they do best, and that is pointing the finger to something else outside of themselves. Man, y'all have to grow the fuck up. You have to. Stop pointing the finger outside of yourself and start going within to fix the issues that, sh- that that humans have been having. Okay? That, that is important, guys. That is very important, and that is the evolution that we are shifting into. Okay? Because in order to move forward, we got to deal with this stuff and call it out. That's the only way things... Start to, you know, change. We got to call it out. You guys want to call out all these, you know, celebrities and all these people. Okay, cool. But guess what? Call yourself out. Call your neighbor out. Y'all need to start calling out people on these social media platforms, like acting like they, you know, no, call these folks out. Okay? We're going to see. Ooh, 2024. We're going to see. <laughs> I want to say thank you for joining me on the Lucius Lyron podcast. If you found value in today's episode, please share it with friends and family. And don't forget to subscribe for more content like this. For more resources, you may check out our website at Hot rs13.org once again that's h-o-t r-s until next time keep making those small changes and watch how they add up to transform your life stay inspired and keep growing and join me again next time for more discussions on life astrology love science aliens and spirituality with this connection to our daily lives and remember to always live in power